Welcome to another edition of the Lakers Locker Room. I'm your host, Tejan Graham. And this episode, man, I'm going to let you know right now, this might be the most funniest episode I'm ever going to do, okay? There's <laughs> a lot of pressure on us. There's <laughs> a lot of pressure, that. man. I don't know about that. Hey, man, we're about to find out. But listen, man, we got a great episode, man. I've been trying to track these two down for a while, even though they're on my team. But I finally got it done. My guys. Bro, track me down. You canceled time. <laughs> You canceled. Wow. You canceled. Oh, I had a meeting. New base. You see, you see, I carry, I'm, you carry see, thing on my back. You see, you see, what I'm saying like I haven't even started. Hero for real. Let's. Anyways, I got two great guests. They're both part of my team, the men's basketball team. I got Mukhtar Mohammed and Azara Jawanda. My guys, welcome okay. to the show, man. Welcome to the show, man. Yeah. Why'd you wipe your head? <laughs> 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 Yeah. That's why you wake up nervous. Like when I'm around Tajan, it like just does something to me. Yo, see what I'm talking about. But now let's get right into it. So, for real, the, the last time, no, for real, the last month or the last time we did this podcast, man, we we're actually like online. We we're yeah. at home in COVID. Like, how does it actually feel to be back in person for real? Nah, it's good. Like interacting with, especially like since COVID's kind of like you know, I don't know if I don't know if I should say non-existent while I get canceled or like it just kind of died down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, limited, contained. Exactly contained. So like I feel like interactions with humans, you know, is very important. We're we're people that crave interaction, so I feel like hanging out with people and like talking is a lot more beneficial, especially in person. You know, I never thought I needed it. I thought like two years after COVID, I was like, yo. I'm used to online. I like this better. But then you start to talk to people like, yo, I she yeah. miss this more. So, yeah, it's, it's for sure different, but it's good different. Yeah, Zara, is this your first podcast? Yeah, this is my first one. Ever? Wow, man. Uh, how how you feeling, man? First one that like, I'm actually able to post online. I got a couple in the vault. Wow. Like, what are they? You can't talk about them. I actually can't talk about them. Like, what are the topics? Like, I can't be in direct competition with Tejan, so like, I'm just keeping those for myself. Wow, wow. Those get leaked. You're it's rap. <laughs> <laughs> it's rap. All I'm saying is there'd be a new new base. A new new wow, base is wow. crazy. Wow, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> no, nah, but man, but let's talk about the first half of the season. So we just wrapped up the first half of the season. We wrapped up with the split. You know, we got a four week break before you know we start the second sem. Mokta, what do you think? Just think. Talk about your thoughts about the first half of the season, man. Uh, for sure. Uh. Like, for sure different, for sure a lot harder um, than expected, more challenges, for yeah. sure. Um, I don't know, man, I think, I think, I think uh, we're on the right track in some cases, and then other cases it's like, especially with the loss of Nunu, mm-hmm. I feel like it's gonna be really tough on us, but I think the first half of the season overall could have been, could have been better, could have been worse. Yeah. That's the way I look at it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know about how how Azara feels. Yeah, I think it unraveled the way it's like not supposed to, but unraveled how it how it happened. So yeah. you can't really like sit back and think about it. Like I know I feel like we're one of the teams where we talk about a lot about like, oh, we could have won, we could have won. We're right there, we're right there. But there's a difference between being right there and like pushing over the edge, you know? Yeah. So if we're just gonna sit at the edge, there's no point in saying we're right there. Yeah. You eventually gotta just go for it. Yeah. I mean last year was different too because last year we only played half the league and this year we're playing like almost every team is here. So, like, for you guys, like, how, how has it been adjusting to that? Like, I know, when, like, my first year we played the full league. Last year, you guys really started playing. Because your first year here, you could, it was COVID, so there's no season. Then last year, it was only half the league. So, how has it been for you guys to really adjust to playing the whole league this year, seeing different matchups, really preparing for a full night of back-to-backs? That's matchup. This guy, Thomas Kennedy, Chill. Grant Shepard, contain them. That's uh, matchup guy, bro. For me, I, honestly, it's hard. Like, uh, I didn't really play I didn't play at all last year. So, yeah. coming in this year and playing a lot, a decent amount is um, a lot harder on your body than I thought it was going to be, especially with pause. Tra- yeah, go get this. Especially, especially <laughs> with the travel schedule, and then also staying like mentally sharp. Like every every weekend is hard, I think, because it's easy to take like a couple minutes off, and then you just kind of like shot yourself in the foot, so you're not able to get back in. So for me, it's been really pretty tough adjustment. Yeah, no, let's stay on that because, like you said, your first two years, like, you didn't play. First year you came here was COVID, so, like, you really didn't have a chance to play. So would you say that kind of, like, strained your development in a sense because you didn't have a chance to play that first year and you really get the experience where this year you're actually starting to play? Uh, I wouldn't say strained. I think it developed me a different type of way. Like, first year I was able to spend a lot more time in the weight room Mm -hmm. and uh, focus on my individual development. And then last year was kind of, like, my adjustment year for me. I found, like, uh, really getting into the grind of the season and stuff. Because uh, even, like, COVID, I was only here for, like, the first couple months. Yeah. And then I went home. 
So, and then this year is like, I'm actually getting a full taste of it. Um, <laughs> like I'm fully experiencing yeah. what it's like to be in the OUA. Um, yeah. And it's been tough, honestly. Like for me, I don't think it's like as much of a skill thing. For me, it's all all up in my head. Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta conquer myself before I conquer the league, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, God, you said, conquer myself, <laughs> I conquer the league. Hey, man. But nah, but much of the last, you know. <laughs> like, I was just saying, like, some guys would say I'm, like, the most inspirational on the team. Like, mm. you actually sit and talk to me. Like, I'm, like, you know, like, that mentality page on IG? Like, yeah. I actually, like, I come up with those before you even post them. And, yeah. Like, mm. If you watch what this guy, like, if you see what this guy watches before the games, he'll go on YouTube, watch edits. Like, like Conor McGregor UFC <laughs> and like, you know he's locked in for real like I'm not even yeah, lying to you like, yeah. I need to like I need to punch somebody before the game like, that's how locked in he has to get his anger out somehow sounds like Nathan Riley for real, Chill, for real. Like, that's, his, that's his youngin bro like, he's, the, he's the son that's his papa <laughs> no my gosh <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but for real. So, like, much of the last time um, we had this podcast, I remember when we, we first came to Nipsey, you were talking about, you know. Well, your first year here, my yeah. first year here, oh, but that was, like, before, like, before I even came up. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, I was at home. I was at the crib. Yeah. I remember Zooming him, and then oh. we actually did the podcast. That was the yeah. first time I met him face-to-face. Yeah, so we it's a crazy introduction. Yeah, yeah, but basically, I remember, like, you, I remember, I think you said a quote a couple years ago where it was, like, you know, if, if, I'm, if I'm not the best part of the team, like, I'm, I'm at the right place. So I remember, wow, like, that's crazy. Yes, you remember that. I, I remember do. you saying that too. That's cool. Yeah, but like, but basically, <laughs> but basically, you're alluding to the fact that you're coming up. Celebrity for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But basically, you're alluding to the fact that you're coming up from the college level and then you're going up to university level. So it was a different like transition period. Yeah. Now that you've actually played in the league now for a year and a half now, what has that been? Trans- what has that transition period been like for you in terms of coming from college and the ACAC to playing the OUA? That's, that's a good question. Uh, for sure, like, um, the transition has been a lot uh, easier for me because I found that. During COVID, it helped me a lot. Like yeah. COVID year was a big. People looked at it as a, like a really like tough year, but I looked at it as a really like big year for my improvement mm-hmm. and transitioning for the league. I feel like if I had a season right away, I think it would be a lot harder. Um, taking like a year where I just could improve and develop with like people on the team and getting to know them was really big. And I feel like the second year or my first official year, yeah. it, it, it helped me a lot because then I was ready to see what the pace of the game was like. Even though I wasn't playing against other teams. Yeah. I saw the speed of the game within our practices, how intense it would be, um, like the similar competi- uh, competition and stuff. And now it's like, I feel like um, it's it's always transitioning, it's always changing, right? Because like now, like the first year I started playing, teams weren't scouting me as much. Yep. Now this year, like now they're scouting me a lot more. So now it's like, I have to like transition to the way I play and kind of adapt to the defense. So it's always, it's not like, it's never stagnant. I yeah. find that it's always moving. And like you said, like my quote about uh, I don't want to like I'm not I'm not at the right place if I'm the best basketball player in the court. I feel that same way like when I'm here and when I'm in the OUA. That's the main reason why I played here. I think it's the best like conference in Canada. So I think playing against like great competition every night actually just improves me, and it's a big reason why I like seeing like Hazara and like other rookies like improve because uh, a lot of time I see myself in them as well. Like as far as their improvement, so uh, whenever they like are going through something or struggling, I feel like it's beneficial for me to also like give them tips and advice because I see like what they go through I go through the same stuff so I think transitioning is something that every athlete goes to and I I think I find it more admirable and more like rewarding when I see like other players kind of overcome those challenges so it's kind of it's kind of a different experience my last year especially yeah we made the playoffs last year and obviously you started basically every game you played last year this year you come in and you're still a starter but it's very noticeable that your your role increased Going into the summer, did you have to feel your role was going to increase or just by your hard work that it just enabled you to have a bigger role in the team this year? Um, well, I had, I had, I had, um, I had, a, I have had talk, like I've had talks with coach and like I knew that a lot of like our pieces from last year were, were leaving like Nick and Nate. Um, that's like 30 shots right that's there. Like, so a lot of that, yeah, a yeah, lot of that left. Shots. So, and depending on what, like co- how coach was recruiting, like after the Queens game, I remember him telling me like right after the Queens game, he's like next year, like you need to take that next step, right? So a lot of it was kind of knowing, like having a sense of myself, like what I need to do and what my role was, but also like preparing for it, like during the summer. Yeah. During the summer, putting the work in as far as uh, becoming a better athlete, going to runs, because a big part of, I think a lot of thing that gets, a big thing that gets neglected with like, especially like I'd say younger athletes today, 
is that they just go to individual workouts and train and train. I found a big part of my improvement was going to like university runs. In oh Ottawa, yeah, for sure. The university runs in Ottawa and seeing how guys played. So I feel like that's a big helpful part of my improvement. But for sure, it was. I had a feeling going into it because just logically, think about it like Nate ball dominant guard, so that the ball had to go to somewhere else and. Nick takes a lot of shots as well, so the shots have to come from somewhere, and you know, I just be prepared. You know what I mean? So, this episode of the Lakers Locker Room is brought to you today by BetStep. BetStep sources the best odds from every sports book in one spot. That means you can find the best odds to win the most money. Head over to betstop.am today to learn more and to access all the affiliates and the prices. Yeah, I want to touch on what you said. I think it's right because a lot of times in the summer, like you said, people just do skill work and skill work and skill work, but people don't realize that there's actually benefits to playing in the game, mm-hmm. especially if you can find high-level competition in a big city. Like, all three of us are from three different big cities, so, like, there's a lot of opportunities to really play basketball. Like, you play in the university league. You probably play with UBC. I play in a program league. So I think getting those in-game reps is really key because it gets you focused and gets you ready to go on what you could do in the game rather than just doing skills, 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 and then you come to the game like, okay, how do I use them type of thing. Yeah, I think it just shows you your weaknesses because um, you're getting guarded by guys that don't know you, so they're going to yeah. play you a certain way. And then uh, just go over and you're working from there. Yeah. Hazara, last year, you, I think you made a conscious decision that just looking at the landscape of what's going to happen, you kind of decided you know, to take a step back and just kind of retreat and use that more as another development year. Yeah. Talk about how key that was. I saw like from last year to the end of the year, you proved a lot. So like, just talk about that whole process of just focusing on just becoming a better basketball player for this year. Well, for me, at first, it was frustrating, to be honest. Um, like I felt like I, I could have played last year, um, but obviously that didn't um, work out that way. Yeah. And then once I made the decision to register, it, it was kind of nice because um, it felt like I was putting less pressure on myself. And then I was just working on stuff that I'm, I'm not as good at or, like, yeah. taking risks at practice. Whereas before, you like, I felt like I kind of needed to have perfect practices or, like, perfect days. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to even crack rotation. Yeah. But um, once I felt like that pressure was off, then it's easy to, like, just take chances and take risks. And then whether that's, like, I don't know, trying new post moves or like doing different coverages or like um playing like just working off of other guys it, it was it was nice like in terms of that so that that was a big part of my development and then also like i feel like once you know you're gonna redshirt and not play heavy minutes or even like any minutes it's kind of like okay now i can go extra hard in the weight room again because uh, for me like that's my biggest thing like i don't i don't think i'll ever be like a super bouncy, fast-twitch athlete, but right. I know I can be, like, as strong as guys and then hold my own in that sense. Not so for that sure. was, like, a big focus for me, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, I kind of want to switch gears back to you, Mukhtar. Um, seeing, seeing a guy like you playing for now, that's... Alternated questions. Switch yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <One question>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, switch gears. That's the whole slow. Okay, my fault, LeVar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um, now kind of getting back to you, Mukta. You know, I've yeah, I've been your teammate now for the last couple of years, and this past this first half of the season, obviously you're battling with the hip injury. And I told you personally, like a lot of times, every time I see you fall, I got scared. Like, okay, you might not be able to get back up. But on a serious note, Come though, on, like man, I don't have like a hernia. Like, <laughs> hey, we, like, we, like we, he's we, acting <laughs> like I'm gonna like I'm falling. I can't get up. Like, Yo, like, but, like the, old people with the yeah 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 like it was i don't think it was that bad no but, but it was like yeah it was pretty like, bad it was pretty bad because like okay just continue your question my fault but like <laughs> no. i just felt like disrespected i felt like damn like bro, i'm not old but no but 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 for real though like seeing you play the last time being your team last couple years i can obviously tell like, there's always some like like grit and toughness with you like where does as a serious note that where does that come from do you think I'm great and tough? Like, <laughs> bro, you know, like, you know, like, I'm actually asking you for, like, outside opinion. Like, he thinks I'm great and tough. Like, what do you think? Bro? I think you're, like, so, like you're up there for that stat. <laughs> Shoot. I don't um, know how to explain, like, what is that, like, an attribute or something? Like, that's an intangible. Yeah, like, for that, your intangibles are solid. <laughs> okay, okay, so let, let me ask that. Like, uh, okay. gritty and tough. Um, I don't know. I just, it's the way I've, I've uh, grown up playing. I never really learned how to... I was a lazy kid growing up, and that's still like it's still involved in my game. Like there's games where I'm like, ah, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, this is good enough. Like where I need to like switch a gear and say like, Mukhtar, come on, like push yourself. So that's always like habits like that, like that my coach, um, Coach Waterman from Phoenix, I know Shannon and them, uh, Shannon Quinn, uh, for sure, kind of put that that or that competitive mindset in me for sure. Yeah. Like especially playing within that within that system. 
Um, but I think the grit and toughness comes from playing with guys older. I've always played with guys that are like older than me. So obviously, I'm not getting the shots I want to when you play up with older guys. You take like two crazy shots, like bro, like get off the yeah. court. Yeah. So every every time I'd play, like the only way I could get the ball is rebound. They're yeah. not gonna pass me. You gotta get the rebound. So I just been growing with that instinct. Like Mukhtar, you're not gonna get the ball. Go get the rebound. Bring it up yourself. Yeah. So if they're not gonna give you the ball, you gotta go get it. So I think that's where uh, some of it comes from. And it's just like, yo, if somebody like punches you in the mouth, you gotta find a way. Like you can't take kind of disrespect. I'm not one to to kind of like uh, back down. So yeah, I think it's also a big part of been how I've been raised. Like my mom's always been gritty and tough alhamdulillah praise be to Allah like I think she's been a great model a role model to me and mm-hmm. that's the way she raised me and I think um, your outside influences have a big impact and role in how you behave on the court um, and basketball really like shows your character when you're playing so um, yeah I think that's a main part of it where I get it from is for sure playing up with older guys and uh, the way I was raised by my mom and how she set the example would you also say, too, like your road of getting to this point helped, too, in a sense of like your basketball road? Cause I remember a couple of years ago you said you weren't heavily recruited. You had to go all the way to Alberta for a couple of years, and then you're obviously still at university, but I would say the smaller end school. Like, would you also say, like, your road also, and seeing where you are today, also put into perspective how far you've come? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, um, I don't, I don't, I think I don't take enough time to acknowledge how far I came sometimes. Um, sometimes I need to embrace, like, I'm like, oh, that was nothing. But sometimes I need to take a step back and be like, yo, Mokhtar, like, from where you said it to now, it's it's impressive, you know. So sometimes I don't take, I don't take enough time, uh, to really like step back and see see how far I've came, uh, how far I've come. But uh, especially playing against, I think uh, other Ottawa guys in this league, like yeah. I for sure have a chip because I know those guys are, uh, like heavily known within the city, and I was not one of those guys. So I for sure want to like prove something. Um, not to them, but more for myself. Like I can, I can hang with, the, I can hang with the competition. So yeah, yeah. Switching back to you, Zara, and stay on the competitions. Like, what was the? Because obviously I'm not from the West Coast, but what was the competition like in Vancouver? I know it's notorious for NBA players to come out there. Obviously, you have a lot of universities coming out there. <laughs> but, uh, but for the like, what was the competition like growing up in Vancouver? Yo, I'm gonna be honest, yo. What? This is McGee. Like, you don't know about McGee, bro? This is actually McGee High School. Oh. Surrey, BC. So, I'm, like, I'm from actual Vancouver, man. Yeah. Like actual downtown. Vancouver? Okay. Like, close to downtown. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'd say it's, like, hit or miss, honestly. Um, so, like, some games you'll play teams. Like, uh, there's a couple teams in my city that had, like, four or five youth sports commits all on the same team. Yeah. And not to, like, uh, like to good schools and stuff. Uh, and then other games you're playing guys where they're like the tallest guy's like six one. Oh wow! And he's like pushing two seventy. Wow! So it, it's like you're playing against like brick walls out there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But it's pretty inconsistent, honestly. And then the club scene's better because then you're getting like an amalgamation, but still like relatively inconsistent. And then there's like top end talent, like guys going D one and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was probably like, well, I am worse than those guys. Mm-hmm. At, like when I was in high school, <laughs> I told you that I have worse than those. Yeah, <laughs> like in terms of like uh, in high school, like it was apparent that I wasn't like a top end guy. Yeah, uh, I was definitely better than average. So I just needed to kind of carve out where I was gonna end up, and and I knew like back in high school, like I always felt like I needed to push myself. So that's why I did like a prep year out in Ontario, and I just wanted to see how far I could like take it myself, and then how far, um, how far I could get pushed and. I think it worked out well because I wanted to play in the OUA. Like, even at the time, I kind of knew this was the best conference to be yeah. in. Um, and it's, it still is the best conference to be in. You, it's pretty uh, apparent, in my opinion. Yeah. When you look at, like, other conferences, teams and stuff, like, this is a, this is a thing where – this is a conference where you're going to play, like, Team Canada guys uh, every other week. You're going to play, like, future, like, good-level pros every other week. Like, what's there not to love about being in that situation? Yeah. Can I ask one question? Yeah. Um, when did you know, like, you're actually going to be, like, able to play the next level? Like, like let's say, like, college or prep or whatever. Or, like, yeah. Like, that's my like, question. When did, when did you, like, Well, to be that? honest with you, I didn't think I was going to play. Like, I had, like, um, some CCAA offers. Okay. Back in, like, grade 11 summer before okay. my grade 12 year. Okay. And then I, I thought, like, at first I was just going to do that. And then I did, like, a, the MPH showcase. Yeah. And then when I was talking to, like, a couple of the – coaches and stuff there they're like no we think you can go u sports or like low level d2 or something and mid-level okay. d2 so i was like oh okay like okay maybe like I, i'm better than ccaa but i'm not d1 which is like okay for me right uh, no one in my family really plays sports or anything okay 
Um, so for me to like even play like university level is pretty. It's a big deal. It's not, I want to say a big deal, but because my parents don't like to make big deals out of this stuff, because they're like, okay, if this is the path you're on, don't make it a big deal. Like this is something you're supposed to do. Oh. If okay. you're gonna if you're gonna work for it, right? Okay. Because so, my my dad like um he did individual sports like um, mixed mar- mixed martial arts and kickboxing. Oh. Oh, so that's where he loves for MMA comes. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay. So, so he was the type of guy who would just tell me, okay, if this is what you think you can do, like go make it happen. Then, so that's why I decided to go prep. So I kind of knew like grade eleven summer, but before that, I wasn't actually not considering it at all. Like I was thinking about going just overseas for like uh, professional school, like uh, med school or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is a lot different. No, it sounds your your story of kind of trying to go to prep is similar to mine because after I graduated high school or even before going to my first grade twelve year, I'm like, everyone's asked me because I was, I went to not the MPH showcase but you play had a showcase so yeah. like they had like all the D one schools at Humber College that's where guys like Tyree Samuel like I even saw Coach Calipari that I was like oh damn like this is a real deal but people were asking me after that showcase like hey is your son or asked my dad hey is your son going to fifth year my dad was like no we always said we're not doing a fifth year and then once I graduated high school and then I had no offers so I was like. Do I really want to? Because I had a, I had a, I got into U of T Scarborough, so I was gonna go there just for school. But I'm like, I still want to play basketball. Yeah. So then that whole summer, I was trying to play through the CNIT. I was trying to play through some circuits to see if I can go um, D1 or or at least get somewhere. And then a prep opportunity came up, and I was like, I basically to late to the last week before school started, begged my parents to let me go to Toronto Basketball Academy, yeah. and they let me go. So it's kind of cool to hear that other people on the team have the similar stories in terms of kind of prep just kind of being like an option. Because for me, it was not an option. Going back to what you said about the league, hands down is obviously. Sorry, I just want to add to that real quick. Go ahead. Um, like when you say stuff, stuff like that, like uh, I think sports is the last, like one of the last few things where you're, there's like, I want to say somewhat real consequences. Cause like in school you can kind of like just get through it. I yeah. Think, but like sports is like people will give you definitive yes or no's, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah you you think, think so? so? I think so. Like what do you think? Sports, like especially when you're trying to get recruited and stuff, like yeah. coaches will tell you, tell you straight, straight up, up, like you're not. Like why would they? Like, why yeah. would they lie to you? So I think sports is something where there's like, uh, on it, like complete like brutal real, honesty. like yeah, real criticism. Like it's black honesty. or white. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I feel like because I think I don't experience that a lot in my day to day. To be honest, I feel like you like, probably won't experience that right now in your day to day because it's like you haven't you haven't been in your career too. I yeah. feel like career is probably the same. Like probably, very probably. Like, yeah. has a big relation to your sport. Yeah. Like, to be fair, I'm looking at it through like a student lens. Yeah. 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 Even in like even if you get bad test grades, like you can still like circumvent it uh, by doing better on the next one. Yeah. Doing good on your assignments. Like that's very similar to sports. You have a bad game. But I meant like in terms of the recruiting process. Like that's where you go. Like as a teenager, that was the first time when you're getting told no. Yeah. Stuff. Like you're sending out emails and they're just like, no, no we're not interested. Or like, worse, they or they didn't reply. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And rep- then they're just like, and then you're just sitting there like, damn, okay, like. Yeah. Because <laughs> in high school, you don't really experience that. I found like. Yeah. Like, uh, I didn't feel like there was like a lot of real consequences. Maybe it's just like how it was like where I was growing up, but there was like. Teachers will all tell you maybe, like at least in sports, you're getting yes or no. It's like yeah. yes, we want you, no, we don't. Yeah, and I think that even that, that's, that's what I was trying to say. Like, no, no, for sure. And I think it even goes back to what Mukhtar said about uh, Coach Nuno leaving because like Coach Nuno brought that world to us in terms of people trying to go pro. Like even like when we fight in practicing, like, 12, 21 guys are trying to fight for twelve spots, right? So like that's when if you don't make the twelve, that's like when Mukhtar was saying like you or you saying like that's your no. And what I really appreciated about him was like he would tell you straight up. Like that was a bad shot, like that. Or oh, your effort wasn't there. Your effort wasn't yeah. there. Yeah. Like, I up. really appreciate, and he would hold everybody to that same standard. Like, yeah. There'd be times where like, oh, I made a great pass. He's like, Mokhtar, you should have. Why do you need to dribble on that pass? Like, yeah. Just make it right away. That's a yeah. steal. Like, oh damn. Like I thought I made a great pass, but he told me straight up, like I shouldn't even put the ball down. It should be head. Yeah. So the stuff like that, where stuff you don't even notice, like coaches when they hold you accountable to that standard, it makes yourself better. And then I feel like. <clears throat> I feel like the work when it comes to like your career and stuff, I feel like that's why so many workplaces love athletes because when it comes to competition and handling criticism, it's a big part of how you move forward in life as well. Yeah. You love competition. It's like that's an inside joke. It's an inside joke. It's getting hard to find. But that's like when you push yourself and like I think work workplaces really admire like athletes for that reason where as regular students they may not ever face kind yeah. of that that hardship of t- really managing your time and always expecting the most 
Yeah, like yeah. you can experience different types of hardships. Not to take away from regular students. Of course, of but, course. Uh, it's like what we get is, I think, a lot different than a regular person. I think day to day. Yeah, regular students don't realize that. Like you go up to a regular student, tell them your schedule, like, oh my god, how do you <laughs> yeah. do? Like I don't think I've ever once had a reaction like, oh yeah, it's fine. Like they're like, oh my oh, yeah, god. Yeah, that's easy. They're like, oh my. How god, many? How many? How many people have said I feel bad for you guys because you always practice late at night, yeah. like eleven o'clock? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I feel. Bro, I've heard that like <laughs> so, many so many times. So many times. So many times. But like. I just think it, it comes it comes with uh, with the territory. The territory yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, you kind of know what you sign up for. Exactly. So. Yeah. But then still, you still don't know what you sign up for until you're in it. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's it's funny because like people can watch from like the outside view, but you don't know what it's really like until you're in it. Yeah. And it's not just like practices, but it's like they only see like the game. Exactly. Yeah, it's really, it's really to them like especially like when you talk to people that watch the game, it's really like a glamorous experience. Yeah. Like it just from the outside view, like oh, like you guys are playing. Oh, you guys we're gonna go fun, have fun. But yeah. they don't know what the week before was like. What your what's in your head <laughs> mentally? You might have had like three bad practices where yeah. you got yelled at, at your coach. Heck, you might even that morning you might have had a bad shoot. Might have had a bad <laughs> shoot. Your body. <laughs> Might have, you might have rolled your ankle, yeah, rolled your ankle twice, yeah. like in like, a row. Yeah, you've like, been icing it. You've been taking an ice bath. Yeah. You've been staying in the gym later. You've been going to the library. So these little things people don't know about. And, and I you think you had a final do the next night. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's stuff like that. That yeah. might like that minor stuff that yo, it just adds up and it adds up. And people like, especially young athletes, they don't notice that like when they play at that level, you're like. It hits you like a truck. Like a ton of bricks. I, yeah. I honestly think like basketball is one of like the top five hardest sports in terms of like what your body has to go through and stuff. Yeah, yeah like basketball, let's say basketball, football, hockey, hockey. Uh, fighting. Yeah, one of the fighting is MMA. Like, all of the fighting. Man. All of them, yeah. I feel like it's so tough to like, yeah. It's hard to categorize hard to it, categorize. but I know like from talking to other athletes and stuff, they'll say like basketball, football, fighting, stuff yeah. like that. Just because it's like you're going to war like. Your sports like physical. Yeah, you gotta be able to run for a long time. You gotta be able to run fast. You gotta be yeah. strong. You gotta be we skilled. Gotta be able to turn quick. Like you gotta be mentally sharp. Yeah, like, you gotta be smart. Like there's all these things that play into it. Especially at this level, like you said, like you have to like much say you gotta be like at the top of your game at all time. And honestly, like that was also trying to say like with the OUA. Honestly, I've said it before. We probably play in the hardest division in the whole country. We have three top five teams. In our division. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, we have for Ottawa, sure. Carlton, and Queens in our division. For sure, yeah. Like, we have the hardest division in the entire country. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> Just the fact that we have Carlton. Yeah, Carlton's, Carlton's for sure. Um, tough matchup. And those guys, for sure. Ottawa, you, even Queens. Queens, Queens is, is I hard, find, man. Queens is a good team. I find Queens. I find Queens. I'm not Physical. Like, when probably, I go into that game, hard. when I go into that hard. game, I have to be mentally prepared. Like, yo, this is going to be, like, you're going to get some bruises. good to get beat. I'm very, I'm very excited to play them. Yeah, that was my first game I played in. It was, it was Me too. A little too. bit of a jump. Not yeah, that's, that's a crazy first game to play. In, yeah, like. and it's funny because my first ever career game was against Queens. Yeah. Really, my first career game was Carlton. Carlton. Yes, something that, right? that, like that, that was that was like that was a Carlton with like Ale, Lloyd. Yeah, they had like they had like Benny and people people don't understand how big Benny. That guy is six seven. Cordell, yeah. my guy, Cordell, very shout out Cordell. Those guys are like, that was a really like good team. That was a good team. Especially playing it for my first game, I was like, I think, bro. I'm at like 0 for 8. Like, yeah. talk about a rough start. Like, yeah, like I was on the road trip with you guys watching that. Yeah, so yeah. That was crazy watching. So like that was for sure mentally like hard, but it's really good to to like get those games out the way for sure, and then you just kind of move on, and then things get easier. So I'm just right now. I know, and I think I think we showed that we can compete with those teams like Carlton. Like we competed. Ottawa, we really had a chance to win, to win that game. We, I know we lost by 10, but like, but that's what Zara was saying. Like, that's the stuff, like, okay, we sure we can compete, but what's the next step? Yeah, is winning, step is closing win. the deal, right? Yeah. So, like, that's the difference between the teams that win and the teams that don't. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, when it's time, like, when it's crunch time, like, yeah. who's next? Like, yeah. Like, that's I, why I like, yeah. yeah, I feel like it's very hard going into the second semester. We shouldn't be talking about we're right there. Yeah. No, it should be very, very trying. Like, who, who we gonna beat? Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. And the same for the rest of my career. Like, Next two, next two, th two years, they should be like we're gonna go win. And, and I'm very excited, like especially after this year, to watch what, like he gets up to, what Nathan gets up to, what Nolan gets up to, Daniel, like all these guys. Like, I feel like the the if they stay here, I feel like the future is like really bright for this school, especially with these guys. Like not only on the like on the court, but like off the court. Like these guys are good role models. Good guys. Good guys. You know, like this is the reason why I have. Like I, I want Hazara to come because I feel like I learned a lot from him as well. Like he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. So like the, these type of relationships you can't take for granted, and I feel like, especially with the rookies, like I'm very excited to see what the future holds because I feel like these guys are way more skilled than I was. Like yeah. Like way like, 
you know, it just kind of, especially like when you first went to Olds. Yeah, like I was not that skilled, but like like tough. Like when I tell you, like Nolan could shoot the ball. Like if he gets a handle, he'll be great. Nathan already at this, I think he's probably like most skilled. Darnez, Darnez gonna be scared. Darnez, Darnez, Darnez is really skilled as well. So I feel like a lot of these players, like when they come in, it's like their skill level is so high. It's just like. No, it's just like mental stuff. Intangible, IQ, physical IQ, stuff, like, IQ, yeah. like building your body. Because like, no matter how skilled you are, like you could do a dribble move, but if your body's not able to get to that spot, like if you're getting, bumped, you're getting bumped, out, yeah, it doesn't matter. So, and, I, but I think yeah, that, and then you're running through screens. Oh, yeah. Put through screens. Like I know I set good ones on other teams, so I could I couldn't even imagine if you're getting hit by Kennedy or Shepard. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think the good thing about this team this year is that we've had to rely on those guys though, because whereas last year we had a super like deep team but we also had like an older team like guys like nate was 25 like like we, you and i were 21 like danny was 22 david was like 23 like we had like a lot of older yeah, guys nate, so nate was like 24, 25, yeah 20 right? nate was 25 right so we all we had like probably i think our whole <laughs> like the guys that were yeah. in the 12th consistent i think everyone was like 21 plus so like we didn't really have a young guy whereas this year we really need to lean on every young guy i think has had a chance like no one just got his chance like daniel had a chance a weekend like Darnes has been in rotation. Nathan has been in rotation. So it's really good to see every one of those guys have had a chance to play. And Yo, am, I, am I taking your podcast off track? Because I'm just like talking. Like, no. Right I can't tell yeah. if he has like pre like preempted yeah. no. questions. No, like, no, okay, no, okay, okay. no, no, no. Like this is this is the thing. Like you have <laughs> topics. This is the thing. You have topics, but I don't have pre questions. Like okay. you, when you said it was going to be the funniest one, I feel like we're not living up to that expectation. Yeah, because like I feel like. We're <laughs> but the vibe. But the I don't, don't want to get. I don't want to get in trouble, man. Yeah. I'm saying it's coarse. <laughs> No, I'm, all, I'm staying yeah, the course. I'm not. I'm, I'm, not, see, like, I'm not getting. I don't want to get an email from nobody. <laughs> I, brought up no I don't want to. I don't want to get yeah. like a text, coach. Uh, I saw the podcast. Come on my office. <laughs> <laughs> Mokhtar no. Muhammad yeah. not able to play second semester yeah, due to comments <laughs> on two days later. Two days. The AD raps. New bases canceled. The podcast okay. is canceled. Okay, relax. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> gone to shambles. <laughs> relax. See how you replace shambles with the other work. Like, I haven't sworn like i've been very careful on what thank I'm you saying, thank you, you know? thank you so like but like that, yo, can, I ask, yo, right can, I, can i actually ask you a question for real though yeah like what was coach Corey's pitch for you coming here uh i think like a little bit was through my prep coach and him like oh, okay. the dialogue and then when he started talking to me it was a lot of like we think you're like a couple of years away like you're still raw and which was fair because I don't, I don't think i started playing basketball like late yeah and i started taking that stuff seriously late. when did you start playing only grade eight, nine. Okay. Yeah, and then, well, I guess that's like, for some compared to some guys, that's pretty. That's late. pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And then I only started started taking it seriously like grade ten, and then uh, like in terms of like actually playing in the off season and stuff. So I think he was. Um, I honestly can't remember to be honest, but I remember him. I remember this. Like after I was like, yeah, like I'm in. He just sends me a text, all caps, let's go, and he's like, I'm gonna call you right now. And then I was waiting, waiting. So never I go, called you? Did it, did it call me? Then I go for a run. On the run, he calls me. So then I'm like jogging and I'm like talking to him. Like, well, that's actually a good expression on the coach. Yeah. Like he's grinding. Like, he's like, like, I call him like, what's up? <laughs> welcome to the team. What are you doing? I'm, like, I'm yeah. on a jog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good job, man. Good job. I think you're a grinder. Yeah, so I think I was on, I think I went for a run or something. And he called me like while I was on the run. Uh, at, like I didn't think too much of it because I was just like, oh, okay, like just send the paperwork. He's yeah. like, oh, really? Like, thanks. Uh, he's like, I think he's like, appreciate. I, I said him like, thank you. And yeah. yeah, stuff like that. But I think when he was recruiting me, it was a lot like the long-term stuff. Which now that I'm kind of reaching like where they kind of expected me to yeah. be, it's like it's like they're right. Like co- like coaches kind of have a good vision for a lot of people, and I don't think people like understand that. Like if they have a vision for you, like I, th- I won't say all the time they're right. Yeah, a lot of the time they can be right or pretty accurate. Yeah, I think I think the most important thing, like for me personally, when I came here three years ago, is like to find a coach that like can rock with you, like through your ups and downs. So yeah. when I was like when I was a rookie, like I was a coach was able to like be up with me through. Like JD talked about that one time in the locker room, like you have your peaks and valleys. So like yeah. it's good to have a coach that like can actually rock with you when you're up, when you're down, you know. Because like you, you guys know, like it's not easy to be. You're not gonna be like this throughout the whole season. Like it's not gonna happen. So like to be able to have a coach that can actually like be able to see when you're down or try to pick you up or acknowledge when you're doing great, like it's a good feeling. Like what you've been hearing so far? Make sure to follow us on IG at Lakers Locker Room and subscribe to our YouTube channel while you're at it, where you can find clips of all our episodes and video content associated with the podcast. Part two of the Lakers Locker Room starts now. So I've been, I've been, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about the basketball stuff, but I really want to get to some fun stuff. 
because <laughs> because I've always been no, I've always been I've always been because I've always been curious to kind of like because I've known you guys for like two two years now one on three yeah it's going on three going on three but basically like. This friendship has something that's been like, because honestly, like, you guys are. Yo, I actually don't mess with this guy. Like, you guys came. Friend, you guys, bro. you guys I'll came. To be honest, he's actually just a coworker. Bro. <laughs> like, that's actually like how I view guy, the team, bro. Like, like that, I was like, we're just like, there's partners. like supervisors and yeah. there's like the workers and yeah, there's yeah. like the interns. Like yeah, right yeah. now, I'm just at the worker level. Yeah, that I said, you are a penny, bro. You're an intern for real. Because yeah. you guys, because <laughs> you guys, because you guys, because you guys. I mean, it's funny because like you guys are last of like the 2020 recruiting class, like the COVID recruiting class, but like, yeah, man. But for real though, like, how did this friendship? like like uh, evolve like for real bro we didn't talk at all during covid like really i don't yeah, know bro. why people act like we were friends covid like, year i don't remember that COVID year, i, I, I did not yeah. talk the only time i connor, remember you talked to connor i talked bit. to connor i was yeah. i'm still like i still talk to connor i'm cool with connor like that's yeah. one guy i always talk to and then i was yeah. friends with ethan of course yeah shout out uh, ethan you know what i mean yeah. but connor uh, i mean uh, hazara like first year covid i was like who is this guy like <laughs> i used to because he used to get uh, no, 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 this yeah, COVID year. This yeah, guy we, was getting the bucks. This guy was getting <laughs> ah, every time. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> and then, one, the only time I remember me yelling at Hazar is like when he didn't say yeah, zero, didn't talk, he yeah. didn't talk. I was like, Hazar, just talk. He's like, but he didn't know me, so he's like, he's probably like, this guy's getting yeah. like, nerves. Like, get out of here. Yeah, you know no, I was like, I was like, yeah, but in my head, I'm like, like I hate this guy. You know what I mean? So Bro, there's and I, like, uh, and I, I just remember going like this. Yeah, he remembers that. That's what I was about to say. That was that. No, that who, was can for, who can forget the, that drill, man? That was the four. The four court was two on two. Yeah. Four court, three on three. No oh, passing. No passing. Yeah. Who can forget on that uh, floor for like thirty the, minutes? I saw the video. I saw the video in my mind. The original. In my mind. That was Bro, crazy. That, and then, and then after in the huddle, I said something too. They're like, "Shut up, shut up." <laughs> they're like, they're like, they're like, coach is like, Hazar, what gives you the right to do that? You guys, no, 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 no. It was Quinton. No, but coach said that too. Oh. Who gives you the right? And then Shannon was in the huddle. You know Shannon. Yeah, bro. they're on my like they're on my case. <laughs> yeah. and they, they use some words that aren't podcast. Yeah, we can't friendly. say they're exactly. not podcast friendly. Thank you. But uh, yeah, he was like I said some stuff back, and then they're like, but I felt like that was kind of like not an establishing thing, but it's like yeah. I don't know, man. Like I was like, probably off of it to be honest. But, yeah, it was like a good way to like push back, I guess. A little yeah, bit. but okay, back to we got off track. Yeah, back to where it was. Like I didn't know Hazar COVID year. I remember him talking to like he was close with Dave. Yeah, I talked to Dave and Jason, Jason Little, right? Yeah, yeah that's my guy. That's your that's your co-host. Your yeah, it was Rich, yep. Shout out Jason. So, yeah. um, so I love so, Jason. Love Jason. So uh, then, like my first year playing, I started talking to Zara more. Like, uh, he came no, over. He came. Summer, he came over that summer camp. for training camp. Okay. He slept. He slept, slept over. At the, uh, okay. Time. Coach texted me. Oh, we need guys like. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, because Thomas was at our house. Yeah. So I had Ozzy, him. Ethan, Ethan. Connor. The house was packed. We had no AC. And this is an apartment hot. building. It's yeah. Apartment building. Apartment yeah. Building. On top of Beyonce. <laughs> it's a hot. It's just a bunch of like sweaty guys in the change room. Just uh, not in change room. In the just us. Uh, in the, in the, the apartment. AC. <laughs> no <laughs> AC. So we're just, just walking. There. We're yeah. just draining. Just guys in just, my room playing video games. Yeah, we wow. play like 2K and then yeah. I play like GTA 5 a lot. Yeah. So I just got to know Hazara through that way, and then from then on, it was like yeah, Ethan used to hang out with a lot, uh, us a lot too. Yeah, and Connor. So like from then on, it was just like we got closer me him ethan still talk yeah so then like once ethan left it's just like kind of me and him still here we just kept talking and like it's always been and then yeah during the year i was on the road trips a lot so yeah, yeah. Just so like we just talk with nathan too so uh, it's always nate been, riley yeah so it's always been it's always been uh it's always been a close relationship and uh i feel like he's he's a guy that's you know uh really genuine when he speaks and i think that's hard i think that's hard to find yeah and i think uh He's a, he's a funny guy too, but I just think I it's like mutual respect between us, and uh, hearing like the stuff. Yeah, like, like cool. I, I don't think we agree on everything. Oh no, no, for sure not. This is a, and that's what that's what I appreciate about him because we'll debate often on the. Box. But I think that that's the best friendship because when you don't always agree on stuff, like you can get the best conversations. Yeah, yeah, because there's um, it's not like an antagonistic point of view. You're no. just working with uh, like you're working from a point of understanding. Yeah, yeah. and I think today like when they, people argue like they take it really like personal personal and they don't they don't use like logic when they speak so i find yeah. that like using like 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 factual stuff to back yeah. off back up your opinion 
uh, is really important. And whenever this guy brings up a statistic, I'm like, bro, where's your resource? Like, that's a fair guilt. Like, you can't just yeah. say that and then Dude, not that, bring. Then, then I'm using it and then I burn through my data on the yeah, bus. Like, <laughs> I'm like, user, like, I'm like, yo, like, where's your resource? You can't just stay out. Like, I don't yeah. like people just blurt out stats. I'm like, I need to yeah. see, like, something to Wait, back up. Where'd you get it from? Exactly. I know yeah. I sound like a pain in the butt, but, like, no, like it's, a teacher, it's a good it's, dialogue, it's a good, honestly. It's a good point because people can't just make up random stuff. I think getting, like, being on the team, it's a lot of more life experience than people think. Um, oh, yeah, for not sure. Not to keep talking about basketball, but, like, on your team, it's, it should be pretty open, in my opinion, between people, um, which I think uh, a lot of guys have on our team. Yeah. Uh, everyone's pretty open with each other, so you're able to have pretty candid conversations about topics that not that I don't think you could have with just anyone. Yeah. And uh, it's also a point of trust. Like, I know this guy's not going to... Um, get offended by what I say or I'm not going to be offended by what he says yeah. and we're going to operate from a point of understanding like I said would you a serious question would you guys think that's probably the best part of the student experience is the, the relationships you make and the conversations you have with your teammates 100% like without a doubt I think uh, zero chance <laughs> no um, definitely definitely It's uh, relationships are definitely important like I feel like I've definitely made a few like or I honestly like I feel like everyone is like people I can talk to lifelong yeah and that's I think that's hard to find, especially after high school. Oh, because yeah. I know like some of my friends who are just regular students still find it hard to make genuine friendships at university. Yeah. So I can't imagine like not having genuine friends. Yeah. yeah. And I think for sure, like the experience you go you go through is for sure what you remember the most. And I think I've realized that over time, especially since it's my last year. I think like appreciating my time with my friends, especially on like road trips, like to think that already the first semester is done. Yeah. Oh, my last year is crazy. Yeah, like, it hit, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, oh, thank God, first semester is done. Like, that's what I said, because my body was sore, my hips yeah. killed me. Like, oh, thank God, first semester. I was like, damn, like, first semester yeah, is already over. Gone, like, it's I already got, over. But so you basically have 12 more guaranteed games until, like, it's the end of. Games and then, and then and then hopefully, just, playoffs, but, like, hopefully, but, guaranteed, but like, guaranteed games. Like, guaranteed games, but I think a big. Health permitting, of course, yeah. Yeah, but I think a big part of uh, the experience, inshallah, a big part of the experience is. Uh, with with the people you like the friendships you make I know that sounds corny but like it's the truth it's honestly the truth because I think relationships within sports is like no other like you yeah. see your teammates every lowest. day like the lowest the highest six days a week yeah uh, sometimes seven multiple times multiple a day, times a day <laughs> you're seeing these guys, and people don't see this on road trips you're sleeping with these guys yeah <laughs> getting to know them close every day so I think it's really similar to like the military like when you see those guys meet up with each other, I had a conversation with this yeah. on the bus. When you see these guys in the military meet up with each other, yeah. it's like they haven't seen each other for eight years. Like if you see like two military like personal yeah, you guys watch like it on YouTube, on, like on podcasts, podcast. like yeah. they'll just talk about like past experiences. Yeah. They won't really talk about like oh how well you performed. It's just like oh remember when you did this? Remember when this happened? Yeah. So yeah. I think it's a really similar relationship with athletes that like re- like your non-athlete wouldn't understand because like there's a you're not a, going through shared experience exactly yeah. people don't understand how big that is in, in relationships like I, my, I still have a couple friends from high school and the only reason we're probably so tight is because of shared experience yeah so if we don't have shared experience like you're basing your friendships off of what exactly and like what's the foundation yeah so then if the foundation's shaky they're not gonna last exactly and I don't care what nobody says like <laughs> I will say like seriously like people don't understand what it's like to be a student athlete unless you're a student athlete let's, yeah. just, let's just be honest like yeah. you said like the road trips and practices the ups and downs it's all the same and the intensity of like I'm not gonna say not this other sports but like the intensity of like team sports is yeah. extremely hard yeah like you and gotta the sports we're in like yeah. soccer basketball uh, football Volleyball, probably. Team sports is really tough because you're managing relationships, yeah. right? That's a really big component of team sports. It's not it's not you against you, but it's like you have to lean on these people. You have to, to work help. together. You have to work together. Yeah, and and you got to be amicable. Like, you can't have negative relationships, honestly. Because yeah. if you do, then it's awkward as hell. And it's, like, and it's not <laughs> manageable. Like, you, like, honestly, like, it's the same as a workplace. There's going to be people you don't like. like yeah. but There's, you have to find a way yeah. to work with them. There's yeah. going to be people on a team you might not see eye to eye on. But you have to find a way once you get on the court, once you get to work, to work with them and find a way to win. Right? Yeah, spe- so. especially in games. Like I know practice matters a lot, but especially in games, you can't can't hate each other on the floor. Yeah. yeah. For me personally, I find it easier to be able to like block out, like you said, be professional when it comes to the games because at the end of the day, like we're trying to win. Yeah, that's, what, that's why I came up with that coworkers thing. Yeah, but no, for but real coworkers. Like, no, I but don't. honestly, though, but on, on, on a real talk, so like for the pockets, like for real, like 
as someone said it best, like not everyone on a team is friends, but you do have to be friendly with everybody. Yeah, like you're not gonna be like an actual job. Yeah, Yeah. you're not gonna be friends with everybody. Let's just be honest, especially like I say a football team. It's like how many guys in a football team? Like forty guys. Even even ball, like you're gonna bond the closest people you are, like familiar with or like even like even like even like views. the locker room like me and Mukta are, are right next to each other in the lockers like yeah you know i look to right and right and he looks to my left we see each other so it's like you just so, kinda, like so we like, see like that's a lot of time shared right so it, it, yeah. it, it operates in that way where like if you're if you're if you're close to somebody the more time to spend you spend with them the more time you understand yeah. who they are so it's 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 kind of it's kind of it's kind of in that way where I actually lost my point, bro. What are you I also think, like... <laughs> I was like, yo, where am I going with this? I was like, ah. I was waiting for Azar to interrupt me. I was like, yo, my fault, take my that. I think, like, I think you get especially close with people when you're into, like, into, like, the same type of stuff, too. In yeah. terms of, like, what your value system is. Not so much, like, your interests and stuff. Yeah. Because I wouldn't say I have the same interests as some of my best friends, but our value systems are similar. Different, yeah. They're similar enough to where we yeah, can, like... I know, I know. I was, I'd always ask him about how he feels about his religion, yeah. how close he is with his family, and a lot of it is very similar. Yeah. Uh, learning about where he's from, I found a lot of similarities in the way he operates in his life. Like we're both uh, like offspring of immigrants, yeah. so that's like a big. That's just one point. Yeah. But, you know, it makes a difference. I think. Yeah. And I learned about his family history, and we just compared it to yeah. mine, and like how we came up and our differences. So it's it's something that I think like people can have a conversation with and. Obviously, you bond, you bond closer when you, like, growing up, like, his childhood experiences, some of it might be similar to me or might be different, but, yeah. I li- like, I understand it. And then you, you're also able to have candid ex- uh, conversations about, like, yeah. future prospects, whether it's, like, jobs, uh, marriage, like, yeah. when you're able to see eye to eye on that, especially because, like, university, I think, is, like, a transition period in general, and then you're just kind of, like, um, you're trying to put your feet forward for, your, like, adulthood. So, and then adulthood comes with real problems, real consequences. So, yeah. I think even, like, stuff like finding a partner for marriage is, like, I think I have similar perspective to Mukta on that. Like, that's something so people wouldn't consider when you're trying to make friends. You know, like, what type of music you like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, but for I love that because I've always wondered that because I always see your interaction, but I never knew, like, how it started. Because I didn't know. I didn't realize yeah, that you never talked to him first. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I, 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 talked, to, I talked to you first. You year. did. Yeah, we, like, talked, we talked a lot because yeah. we played the same position, so we were in the same like drills same and practice. Tr- yeah, exactly. exactly. So we did talk a lot. but like, And then... Um, for sure, I didn't talk to him. Yeah, yeah like, first year, I did not. not. I don't... Like, I think the only people I talked to was you, Jason, Dave Quinn, um... And then, like, whatever interactions I'd have with the guards. But that's mostly just basketball-based. Yeah. Yeah, even my first year, like, I really only talked to Connor, probably. Connor and Dave. Dave, like, yeah. I was living with those two guys. But I really wasn't – I didn't really get as close to anybody that COVID year because it was kind of restricted to, yeah. like, just practice and, like, scrimmages. But yeah, it was really restricted. Can we talk – we talked a bit. I, mean, I, I, yeah. I saw, I saw you on um, your podcast before you yeah. came to Nip, so yeah, it was just. It I think the thing is, like, for some guys, it's low-key hard to separate animosity from – practice and scrimmage to like off the floor i find sometimes i have that problem where if i'm like angry towards someone it'll take me a while to cool down, yeah you know? yeah, yeah and that's, I, fair. Yeah, that's and fair and i felt like that's what it was like first year at that's least fair a little really? bit. yeah and last year come on man but first year was so much harder too because like you had to like <laughs> because remember there's no locker room so like, you have to leave the gym with the mask on yeah. and like you had to go home like you literally were secluded so like there was no chance to like yeah, you, yeah like it was easier just to be mad yeah exactly it was so much easier At to be mad I had that problem because I probably like it was my first time being on a university that's fair so that's very fair you, you can't operate like that yeah but like even even talking like I think a big problem I had was especially like controlling my anger and I think like especially when I'm on the court I play a lot better when I'm like playing freely and with joy so controlling like animosity towards your teammates like after practice just come up to me like yo like my we're, bad we're for cool, what I did like yeah. we're good like talk about it um and, and yeah and I've been in a lot of like I know like I'm not gonna say fights but like like push rounds with my teammates because like I felt like something was rubbed the wrong way but I think it's really important to talk to your teammates after to be on the same page because, like, that moment can't, like, continue to develop into worse in relationships. And I think that was a problem with last yeah. year. Yeah. And you know how those practices were, were last, last year. year. <laughs> and I think that was because nobody confronted. Everybody was just, like, After practice, away, you grab your stuff, you're out. Away, like, away, yeah. Right? So, like, I think it's, a, like, handle it at its, like, point of, like, kind of, or within, like, like, the same hour. Yeah, like, just, moment, like, yeah. if you need to cool down. But I think a big part of it is just, like, you play better when you know you're on the like good terms with your teammates. Yeah. Right? So, 
No, I really, I really appreciate that. And honestly, this whole episode, I know we had some funny moments, but I like those these type of conversations because I think it's good for people to really understand like the ins and outs of what it's like to be on a team. Honestly. Yeah, and then you, and then um, this type of stuff, I don't, I think, can be applied to anyone. Like, for sure. In terms of like friendships. And for stuff. sure. For um, sure. When, when do you see yourself getting married, Tejan? That's I don't, a good question. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. You don't know? No. I honestly don't know. Does she have to be in Jamaican? Not even that, no. I don't no? know. Like, honestly, right now, it's just like, it's just, I'm at a period of my life where I'm just trying to focus and get my foundation together like we've been talking about. But like, no, have, you, have you ever given it much thought or was it just something that like... I've given thought in terms of I definitely do want to get married and have a family stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When? I don't know. Have you ever given thought like what type of like qualities or like does she have to be a specific religion? Does she have to be a Christian or like I would I, would, I definitely say Christian, yeah. Okay. I definitely, I definitely say Christian because mm-hmm. it'd be easier to raise the kids. It'd be re- easier to like be able to go to church and stuff like that. Yeah. You'd be like the same with your case if you want a Muslim woman. It's the same thing. Yeah, for sure. Because like I think it's based off the same morals. That you Ex- exactly right. So everything is just coincide. It's line. It's easier to do stuff like you want to go to the same places. You don't want to do the same things type of thing. So like. It's just easier, I think. Yeah, I think we could, like, I think men also should view, like, marriage as, like, not only who the woman I'm going to marry, but the, like, Family the, the, the woman, like, like the woman that's going to raise my kids. That's, that's yeah. a good point. I, was, like, I thought you were going with the family. Like, no, no, but, like, like, the woman, like, like yeah. can you see this woman raising your kids? Yeah. Like, I think that's a big... And that's, that's big, I think yeah. that, that's, that's why, like, you see so much instability in relationships now. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. finding mothers. You're finding partners. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like... Yeah, life partners. Yeah, like you know, you're finding like just someone that's attractive or you want to be around, rather than like someone who actually has motherly qualities or fatherly qual- qualities. Yeah, because it goes both ways. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Well, like so, we've had a lot of conversations. I do. I definitely read a question. Like you just asked, like when do you see yourself getting married, bro? I just want to know. To, to be I probably, probably cut this part out, but I'll keep it for like the. Wow. You're a shysty. I'm a shysty. Yeah, go ahead. You're about to wrap it up, right? Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. Okay. Um, we had a lot of conversations today. It's been a really good episode. Um, definitely want to end off just like I end off last week. So. We're back with Shoot for Changes here. It's happening, this, you know, Saturday, February fourth. So definitely gotta come to that. Um, you know, <laughs> last year, last year, you guys, you guys saw um, how 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 well it went last year. You know, how how excited are you guys to be part of the game this year? I know we got some amazing stuff coming up. Not gonna spoil it, but um, Matsar, I'll start with you. Last year, you played in the game. Like, what is it gonna be like to play in it for a second year in a row? Alhamdulillah, man. It's it's a cool experience. Like, I think it was dope to be a part of it last year. <clears throat> Um, I think it's uh, it's good that you put it towards a good cause as far as raising money for the uh, yeah. BIPOC um, scholarships. Um, so I think I think it's really dope that you kind of put that energy to it, and I know it's going to a good cause. So um, I think it's more uh, grateful, especially to be the part of the first annual one. Yeah, I think that was really I think that was really dope to be yeah. part of the first game. So I think the second one. Um, I'm expecting, I'm expecting like the same thing, but even more. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I know you'll, I know you'll, uh, I know you're uh, provide, you know, that expectation, you'll meet it. So, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Hazark? I know last year you, you, were, you weren't playing last year, but this year you probably, you could have a great <laughs> chance of being a part of it for real this year. So how excited are you to be part of it this year? Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think it's, for me, the biggest thing is like now we're making tangible change, like yeah, uh, change you can actually like measure. And I think that's one of the hardest things to do is to measure your change and now you, you've accomplished that in terms of like the the funds and um, yeah. the scholarships and stuff so yeah. that's like to me that's eye-opening because yeah. it's like it's tangible change that people can go out and physically be like that's what super change did yeah that's the coolest part for me and then being in a community up here is like you're able to kind of get people behind a common co- common cause and that's that's huge too and the game just is a representation of that in my opinion so for me, it's always like it's not like more. Well, basketball is like a sport, but this game means a lot more than just the physical activity that's happening. Yeah, and I think the beauty about for me, from, from my end, is like to have teammates like all you guys that like have been able to support it like wholeheartedly. I think that's just made it easy. Because anytime like I need something, like, you guys are able to do it quick, or like you guys were able to wanting to do it. So like I think that's what makes it easier. So definitely appreciate I, all you guys. I got me. a question for you. Just sorry, I know you want to wrap it up, but yeah. how, how do you feel being at the forefront of all this stuff? I know you before you used to say you never saw it yourself or maybe you saw yourself doing this stuff but how do you feel now that you're at not the end of it but yeah. just like you're actually doing it I'm serious I never saw myself doing this yeah never like if you told me when I came here three As years a freshman, ago yeah yeah like oh you're gonna do this this is like you're crazy like you're crazy but like I think 
with COVID happening and um, all the stuff that happened that it gave you time to think. And I think seeing that George Floyd incident, kind of really seeing, it was the first time that we'd always heard about, you know, the Trayvon Martins, the Eric Garners, like all that stuff. We always heard about it. But that was the first time in my life that I actually saw like some of my community like get murdered like on my phone. And at that moment, like I, I saw like, it was different because I didn't see George Floyd. Like you saw like every black person I ever saw, like myself, my brother, my father, my friends. So it really put in perspective that like I need to do something. Um, and then, like I said, we had the whole COVID year and, you know, like I said, we had a lot of time to think. So I just thought, okay, what what are some things that we can do? Like once we start a new base, we're like, okay, that's cool. Let's use that as a foundation year, but like what can we do when we come back? And I just thought, okay, what can I do with basketball to really impact people? Considering the fact that we're probably the most diverse team. Like, you know, basketball is, is a very diverse sport. We see people from all backgrounds, which I loved. And then once I saw the NBA bubble and I saw like how they use these the jerseys and like the videos, I was like, I was like, that's it. And that's kind of how the idea for Shoot for Change came about. And then everything after that has just been being with New Base and just meeting so many amazing people and just working with other people. The idea is just kind of flow and, like, and be able to like find like-minded people from not just in the OUA, but, or not just in Nipissing, but people across the whole province of Ontario. That's kind of how Athletes for Change started because I saw that a lot of athletes were doing the same thing. So just being able to see from them what they're doing <laughs> and getting ideas off that has been the biggest thing for me. Just to add on to it, do you feel like this is completely altered your life in a positive way like fully like 1000 percent 1000 percent because when i first came in nipissing all i thought about was after i'm done school i'm going pro 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 mm -hmm. now it's like i can see so many things i can do now do you, is, still, is that still a goal of yours or no <sighs> like would you say do you see yourself like trying to pursue that route or are you kind of canceled that completely out of your i mind? haven't canceled that in my mind but i think where i am right now i think the stuff that i'm doing I love I love the stuff I'm doing right now. Man, I think it's so impactful. Like it's yeah, like I think I, in my the, opinion. And the fact that like there's actually jobs being made for people like for example, like the rappers have an EDI person they started during COVID that is catered to stuff like this and like the Wayne Trees MB Fellowship video um program I talked about last week in the podcast. Like there's so many opportunities now for this type of work to be commemorated and to actually get paid for. It's like why not take a chance? Especially yeah, you know, be, be at like the forefront of it. Yeah, like to be honest, we're only like what two, two, three years removed from it, so it's still a young thing in terms of like tangible corporate change. Yeah, and like for me, it's like yeah, basketball. Obviously, I played basketball since I was like four, so at this point, it's gonna be as when I graduate, be twenty years. So it's like, but like, what can I do to really impact my community? You know what I'm saying? I feel like with this stuff and like it's kind of the best of both worlds. So it's like if I can do it full time, why not? Yeah, for me. So like. No, that's really that's really great, man. I don't take this for granted, man. Like honestly, like I know I've said like I win all these awards, stuff like that, but honestly, like I don't take it for granted because you get to put on clean suits too. I know that I do I do like dressing up, I'm not gonna lie, but for real though, like No, that's that's like not taking it for stuff for granted, I think like it brings a lot of inner peace. Inner peace, man. And like I'm for sure I know Hazar is, but for sure like gratitude and like Alhamdulillah, like all praise be to Allah. Like I'm very grateful for like the position I'm in. Yeah. And I think as an athlete, like even as a student, like if you understand like the process it takes you to be where you are, I think I'm at my best place and most content when I have gratitude. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I'm very grateful for the position. I I'm agree in. with that. And then seeing where other people are coming from and stuff, and what their like future prospects are, it just makes yeah. me feel so grateful that my parents were able to do. Exactly. certain things and be born in that family, yeah. be born in that situation and it's just like i tell Mukhtar like yeah, like you're able to change your own kids lives when you when you operate from that mindset yeah because you don't want in my opinion i feel like having spoiled kids sucks <laughs> so like i'm be honest like if i was raised like i wouldn't want like, i wouldn't want to be raised like in a spoiled manner like i'm happy I the want, way yeah. like the way i was raised and i'm yeah. also just grateful for like not only like the way I was raised and my family, but like the friends I make too. Cause I feel like friends really like shape I, you. Like, yeah, I know, yeah. yeah, shape you. And they also like, I feel like they're placed in your life for a reason. I, yeah, I, be, I that's believe, a very good point. I believe for certain, like people are taken out of your life and placed in your life for a reason. I think every one of my friends brings something unique to my life and I bring something to new, unique to their life as well. Yeah. Uh, like the, the biggest thing I've always learned is that everything has a season. So, like, it can be, like, you know, where you live, mm -hmm. your friendships, mm -hmm. like, and that's what I've really learned. So, I think that this time is, like, a season because, and the thing, too, is, like, I feel like this stuff has happened now for all of us because we're able to handle it. Like, if this is me, like, two years ago, I don't think I would have been able to handle it. Like, because I always tell people, like, I always try not to 
be over my head like because yeah you get all these awards it's cool but like it's very easy to like you know get over your head saying oh you're getting this 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 but at the same time you have to realize like the root of all that was like you were just that kid and, and talking to your other friends about new bass and yeah it's not even that as ours more <laughs> so just like like the root of it is like you got into it because you wanted to make change yeah, yeah like like i always tell people like, every single award i've won i didn't know what it was before like i never heard of it the only one I heard of was Dave Marshall Award, but that was only because the year that I started New Base, Quentin and Shannon were talking about it and they won it. Every other award, never heard of. Never heard of Ken Shields Award. Never made a Student Made Difference Award. Never heard of um, um, Amy Follows. Like, I never heard of any of these awards. But like, it's cool to see that there are awards I give people like their kind of kudos for like this work. But like, but that's not what defines me, though. Yeah, like I didn't even keep my awards. Like I gave them to my parents. My 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 dad has his Dave, my Dave Marshall award. My mom has like I don't have my awards. I give them to my parents. I don't really care. Cause that's not what defines me. But tough. That was tough. <laughs> what? End it there. Like that's how it defines me. Cut it, it there. That was tough. That's my legacy. Cut it. Like, you know, yeah. you now you knew where to cut it, bro. You learned the lesson, huh? Yeah. You took my <laughs> cut it. Yeah, it's like I gotta edit it. Edit there. Well, like, edit there. Cut it. You're sick. You're sick of that. But now, nah, but further, this is a fun episode, man. I really appreciate you guys. I know we were trying to plan this for the last couple of weeks, but I'm glad we got to do it. So appreciate y'all. Appreciate All I'm saying it, thank is you. we better be on the season recap at yeah. the end of the year. Season recap. Yeah, I want like I want like. I want, like a, I want like a graduation, like, fr- like mm, farewell. Like you, I, I, I gotta be want, there. I gotta so be, be there. This, 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 this no, you're not graduating, bro. I want, like, no, you want to see something? You want to be in the room? Okay. So the, the senior send off series. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I want, I want that. Like, but it should be like a that. group one because like, I feel like that'd be more fun. That's like, what, you, that's Danny, what, Danny, David. That's what I've been doing that's the last. What you usually do. Like, that's what oh, I've been yeah, doing yeah, the last yeah, two. Yeah. Remember, I did the senior send off series. Oh my yeah. fault, my fault. Yeah. So, so me, Danny, David. I don't even know. I think that's it. That's it. I think that's it. Yeah. First round, I don't know. Yeah. But nah, but appreciate you guys for coming out. This is fun. And with that said, that is a wrap on another edition of the Lakers Locker Room. This is the final episode of 2022. So good luck on exams. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. You can catch the video versions over on YouTube and listen to full interview on all podcast streaming platforms. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, guys.